Have you been trying to get that great photograph and can't seem to figure it out? What kind of equipment should you buy if you want to be a photographer? The creative process. Sometimes it takes a little bit of time to develop. You got to keep yourself confident or you will show it in your photography. You'll show it in whatever you do. If you're lacking confidence, you'll show it. And I feel like that in, in mm -hmm. photography, you're just snapping photos. I feel like a lot of people are just snapping photos with the best camera they can get. Mm -hmm. So they go out and buy the best the lens, the yeah. best camera, the, and funny. they try to get into the most popular right. spots. Okay, I try to do the opposite of that. I'm going to be in the same spots because we're all in the same place. But what can I do to, to differentiate myself from everybody else? Listen to this episode to get some tips on how to be a better photographer and capture that shot that you've always wanted to get. Adam Wayne, one of the top 10 photographers in the St. Louis area, We'll discuss these and other issues. Welcome to St. Louis in Tune with Arnold Stricker and Mark Langston, where we size up current and historic events involving people, places, and things in areas such as the arts, crime, education, employment, faith, finance, food, health, history, housing, humor, justice, and sports. Our weekly podcast originates from and connects the Gateway City to our country's current cultural fabric and lives. Adam Wayne, who's a photographer, I've been watching his photographs on Instagram for a long time, and there was one photograph right. that just really got me going personally. That particular shot of King Louis IX on his horse in front of the art museum was from a perspective that I'd never seen. And I've seen that statue a long, long time. But when you look at Adam's photographs that he takes... The perspective and the creativity involved in that is is just amazing. And that's why he's been named one of the top ten photographers in St. Louis by Channel 2, Fox 2. Yeah. And the guy's good. Adam, welcome to St. Louis in Tune. Thank yeah. you so much. I appreciate that. Honored. We're honored to have you here. So tell us your story. You have a very interesting story. Photography is not your first kind of natural love. It's not what you do for a quote-unquote, living. No. So tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, turning 30 years old, I was still cutting meat. I got my meat cutter's journeymanship through Deerberg's, and I ended up losing that job for being late at work, like I have been a lot <laughs> in my life, late to work. My my boss is listening probably right now. Yeah, you've been late to work. Fabulous fish is what I work with now, so I cut fish for a living now, but I used to cut for Deerberg's and U.S. Foods and Schnooks, uh, save a lot. I just mm -hmm. got done. But basically, I had cut my uh, finger off at a job at U.S. Foods, like halfway off, and they sewed it back on. Oh, wow. But I took that money, and I bought a camera with it. But in that, before that process, it had happened. I was, being, I was really depressed. I had just lost a job prior to that, but uh, I had a kid on the way, and I was dealing with, like, family. I had never had a family before, so the first time, and I had lost a job. And just being depressed, super depressed, I was walking through the woods, and I was just seeing everything differently like everything, like the trees, the light. And that was what gave me inspiration to keep going was the confidence that if I could just capture these things that mm -hmm. I see, I can make myself happy every day. Right. And that would make me happy every day. So that's basically how that happened is me being inspired by nature, which took that to downtown, which was only because I worked downtown mm -hmm. at Save-A-Lot. They had me working down uh, on mm -hmm. Jefferson which is right near the Soulard Art Gallery. So what, where were you walking through the woods? Actually, I, used to, I started in Sunset Park and near my house in Florissant. Mm -hmm. So that's a really pretty park. To, that mm -hmm. I, I went there one day and I was crying. I literally cried in the woods because mm -hmm. I was super sad that I had just lost a job. 
And I basically just told myself, you, you can't just give up. Whenever I had never dealt with depression before, I always had anxiety, mm-hmm. but I'd never had depression, like a deep depression. Mm-hmm. So that's what got me out of it was was just being inspired by nature and being able to knowing now that if I started with my cell phone and I used to just edit it through my phone and I was like if I just have a camera if I just had a neat just a nice little camera I could really do something with this and that's what gave me inspiration is to keep going and and people would say that your current camera it's like an okay camera but mm. for a photographer for a professional photographer True. they would be like yeah I make it work I make it work it's a Canon power shot sx5 30 40 you can buy it at best buy for 350 bucks huh. yeah it's super not Crazy. expensive and it's got a creative shot setting on it which i haven't read the manual on the camera <laughs> good for you i haven't no i was going to really ask you if you have finally gotten around to that no there was a couple of times where i wanted to figure out how to do long exposures at night because i don't do too much of it but i that's i i was like oh okay that's how you do it and then after that yeah i didn't really need to touch it and i just i i try to avoid any information so everything that i'm creating i know i did it on my own Mm -hmm. so i know it's creative you understand so it came from my thought i know it's creative i know i'm thinking on a different level i already thought that before whenever i was seeing things i don't think anybody's looking at this tree that i'm like i'm looking at this Mm -hmm. tree because there's no one around me looking at this tree and now i think now i look at everything like that everything no one's going to look at what i get impressed by a lot of things that I see throughout the day and I know no one else is looking at it like that wow. so now I got to show off to it I really do because it's showing off to me it's, it's it got my attention uh-huh. so now I got to do my best to make this whatever I'm seeing creative good and something that's pleasing to the eye and then I, I really don't use any editing tools besides like a photo editor app which is just like a basic contrast saturation highlights nothing fancy I don't add anything to my photos I've been like that since I started no photoshop yeah. So I want to keep it as, as yeah, as natural as possible. Raw. But with a digital camera, you're not shooting film here. It is a digital camera, so it does make it look very clean and crisp. With the 20 megapixels that I have on this particular camera, mm-hmm. it's just enough that it's quality. It's, you get your contrast. Yeah, you get your quality and your sharpness, and you can print. You can make prints out of it, large prints. Mm-hmm. Huh. And I didn't know that before, but now I do. The, I had a Canon PowerShot before this one, uh-huh. but I upgraded during 2020. Okay. Yeah, my camera, I dropped it, and they sent me back the wrong camera. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Nope. Oh, wow. The newer version, oh. Canon, sent okay. me back the newer version of my <laughs> camera, which I didn't even know they had it. I was like, and the whole time I was shooting with this camera, I was like, I wish they would just create a more, a little bit more advanced camera of this same camera, because mm-hmm. then I would just love that. And they, they did. It, they just sent me it. On accident, I they guess. They were listening to you. Yeah, they, they knew. This if is you divine think about it, intervention. Send this to Adam Wayne in St. Louis. It's divine yeah, intervention. It is. If you think about it long yeah. enough, and you really... Because we all are energy. If right. we put it out there in the world, you can do anything. And they say that all the time. It's cliche. It's cheesy. Nope. But if you keep doing it, and you know what you want, you got to know what you want. Right. You can't just think positively, and positive things are going to happen. you got to know what you want, and then you got to do the work, too. And you got to go after it. you got to go after it. you got to get out there, and you got to go after it. So Man. did you have any kind of background in photography before you started this? Zero. Other than being in, in photographs? Zero. Zero. And I just, like, someone the other day goes, your work looks like Ansel Adams. And someone the other day goes, Mike Eastwood. I, something Eastwood is a St. Louis photographer, a musical photographer, I believe he is. I didn't know who he was at the time, but I looked him up and he has, 
he was in the Times. Mm-hmm. He was in a lot of big. I can look at his name up right now, but either way, so they're comparing me to these very right. good photographers, which I've only. I only got the eye. I got the eye, and now I got the camera, and now I got to make it happen. Well, and Mark, this is what's interesting about Adam, is because you mentioned Ansel Adams. So he mm-hmm. does nature kinds of shots. You've got uh, Margaret Burke White, right. who would do a lot of uh, buildings right. and things like that. Gordon Parks, mm-hmm. and then Ernest Withers, who did a lot of shooting during the Civil Rights Movement. Right. Uh, Dorothea Lang. So there's a slug of people, and I guess my question to you, Adam, is, you don't really have a, well, you do. You have a fascination of certain kinds of things. It's not necessarily nature or it's not necessarily buildings. Like, you love the arch. Oh. You know, that's your, like, your mainstay. Yeah, it's my niche because I feel like no one was use, no one was looking at it like I was looking at it. Mm-hmm. They looked at it, as far as I was concerned, like, when I first started taking pictures of it and putting them on Instagram, people thought it was cliche. And even to this day, there's just sick of seeing the arch. That's another picture of the arch. Mm-hmm. Now when you see my pictures, I want someone to be like, oh, my gosh, I've never seen it like right. that before. So I look at it like a Rubik's Cube, and I look at it like, how many different ways can I really put this together? How mm-hmm. many different ways can I figure this out? And when I get there, when a, a similar angle presents myself, which is, is com- St. Louis ain't very huge. It's right. a small little city. But I have to implement something of my creativity. So I'll throw a rock in the water or I'll use my hand in the image or I'll make sure I use that light that's coming off that, that, strain, uh, that strand of grass or mm-hmm. the leaf that I see. I want to implement that around the photo, but it has to have the perfect light and you have to be in the perfect angle at it. And then you, right then you knew you added yourself into that photo with all that thinking involved in your and you're really passionate about it, something special could come out, can come from that. You know, what you want to see through the lens, your field of vision, your viewpoint, I read somewhere where you thought, I bet that viewpoint hadn't been seen before, and so you climbed into the tree hmm. and shot that particular object from sitting in the tree, mm-hmm. which is creative, but you're looking at things my words now, with a nature kind of viewpoint and linking what we've made with buildings and the arch and things like that with nature and yeah. what has been naturally done. Yeah, true. I, I my, my brand name is Adam Wayne Arts. That's how I go by. But the architect is like the nickname I gave myself. The arch the arch is like the four, four, uh, four letters in architect. So I thought mm-hmm. that was clever. Mm-hmm. And I could have named it architect or I detect the arch or something like that but that's not what i wanted i I am the architect because i believe that nate i'm representing nature is architecture and architecture is nature so i want to implement them both as one Mm -hmm. because they're one and the same to me we get all of our crazy genius ideas from nature everything i see around us i'm like oh i know they looked at nature on that one the architect himself i know what he did there i know what he did there and so now i'm going to try to implement that into Mm -hmm. my photo how am I going to, even if he didn't try to do that, if <laughs> right. he sees it, he's, I'm pretty impressed. That I didn't even know I did that. Uh-huh. That's what I want. I want the architect himself to be impressed by the photo that I noticed that you didn't even notice you did. There's some light cutouts of photos. So if you have a frame in your mind and the light in the frame is cut out by a box, but you suit, you sh- you're shooting in a circular, so you're squaring the circle already. Mm-hmm. So you have a square. I'm basically looking at the light as a square and what's the shape's that it's, that it's, it's given me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so like I'm looking at the bridge and I'm seeing a right angle. I'm seeing a complete triangle. That gives me inspiration already. So now how do I show that really well? 
Now, see, you just indicated, you just gave us a glimpse into your creative process. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That I, I had a question down later on about that, but expand on that a little bit more because I, when I go around with the camera, and I'm sure Mark's the same way, and usually right. it's on when we're going somewhere or we're on a trip and let's take right. a picture of that. No, sure. that's a nice, okay, just remembering the object. But you're looking at things from a completely different context. I feel like it ain't worth the photo a lot of times, not with a picture of my daughter or something like that, but like even, well, I love to make impressive photos of my daughter, but what I'm saying is, I, when I take a picture, I don't want to make it useless. It has to be worth my time. And if I don't make it, then it's like pointless. Hmm. So I have to make it as creative and as good as possible, or it's pointless to me. Hmm. I only live once. Let's just make this as best as possible. Mm -hmm. And you have your mind. So let's just think this through. So oh. let's just think it through and not in this space that I have in my head. There's no one around me talking to me. Mm -hmm. And so downtown St. Louis expanded my creativity because there's a lot of distractions right so you have to go to a different place mm -hmm. and that involves like almost meditation mm -hmm. so a lot of times i was listening to mozart and beethoven when i don't even listen to that kind of music on my bluetooth and if you see downtown listening to mozart and beethoven to me i was looking at that everything i see as almost as art everything was art to me and now i'm the paintbrush wow yeah the canvas is in front of me, and now i got to make it happen. You just have to capture a portion of that canvas. Yeah, you got to make it really good, though. You can't make it, and you, and unique, because everybody's doing the same thing. Or they're, they're trying to, there's lots of photographers doing the same kinds of things. Mm -hmm. So what can you possibly do to make this different? You use your brain. Yeah. You so, think about it. Are there times when you go downtown, or you're going to be doing some things, and it's things just aren't clicking? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, there's so many times where I've... Just what am I doing? Like, I'm not in the groove. There's other times where it's <laughs> spontaneous. You'll get this burst of confidence where I'm walking downtown like I'm the king. Give me the key to the city. <laughs> yeah. And I'm walking around like everybody knows me. And I've, also, I've oftentimes thought that through. I, want, I don't want everybody to know who I am, but I do. I don't want them to know me visually, like my right. face, but right. I want them to know who I am. Right. As far as like my legacy in life, I want to put my name on the city like I want Adam Wayne arts to be known and i want that to be felt well i think the sixteen thousand instagram followers know about you it's adam wayne underscore arts at at adam wayne underscore arts mm -hmm. I, th I think they know adam thank you the bigger picture is i want an art show not like an art gal i want an art gallery i want my own but like what i'm like an art show at the science center where pictures are being displayed on a big mm -hmm. screen and they're maybe thrown at you in 3d if if they like, and music behind it, mm -hmm. portrayed. And I have often wrote like some spoken words that would be super magical to the story. And there's a lot to be told about our city that, it, that everybody thinks is so trashy and bad. Mm -hmm. you're, you're, looking big, you're looking at everything bad and trashy, okay? Mm -hmm. you, you, and even the bad and trashy can be beautiful, but I don't, try to, I don't try to glorify abandoned buildings. I don't try to climb on top of rooftops and stick my feet down and take a picture. I don't want right. to, I don't want to do anything illegal and I, I want to do it artistically because that's how I'm seeing it. Everything right. is artistic to me now. I don't know why, but right. I think through depression, you come to a point in my personal opinion that I, I was like, I got to just outthink this depression. And now I'm like playing a game against myself. Like you got, I'm competing only against me. And I think that everybody does that. We all yeah. compete. I, I, I agree with that. And I think yeah. sometimes it might not be depression. It might be coming out of an illness mm -hmm. where you have a 
different perspective on life and what you see the leaves you see all the veins of the leaf you hear birds singing like you'd never heard them sing before <laughs> it's euphoric it's like a it's like a super high that you don't want to get off of mm-hmm. and it, it the frustrating part about that is now that you have a family and a life you got to keep yourself non-distracted when you're with your family and that's one thing that i've suffered through i've, I've eliminated most of my immediate not my, my my child and my girlfriend but my mom and my dad and my brothers, I don't see them anymore because I've just isolated myself in the last eight years to only photography and only my immediate family because mm-hmm. I needed to focus on me to make them happy or to, to make anybody happy. I had to be happy. So right. I had to like basically sink myself into photography so deep that like now I'm just like I am an artist. I've yeah. like made myself into an artist only because I thought that through. I thought everything through. Now, that's the difference when you look at photographs mm-hmm. and you see something, and Adam and I were talking about this before uh, we went on the air, that I'll see some artwork or I'll see a photograph and, it, okay, that's nice, doesn't do anything for me. And I'm not, then I'll see something that, holy smokes, it will move me to the point of emotion. It could be tears. It could be anger. It could be joy. And the photographs do the same thing. That photograph I was showing you about King Louis the Ninth and his horse, it's, it evoked in, in me an emotion mm-hmm. that, wow, power and royalty. And those kind of, when you can have that occur in somebody else, I think you've really communicated as an artist what you are portraying on the canvas. That's like winning the lottery. When you're able to portray an emotion from what you do, mm-hmm. that's like being a musician or mm-hmm. anything, and somebody's loving your song. That's mm-hmm. exact same feeling that you give me goosebumps. Anybody that gets, bought mm-hmm. an image from me or mm-hmm. liked or commented, it gives you like this euphoric feeling because that's what you're doing. If you're a true artist, that's exactly what you want. And right. you don't want anything other You want to be successful. You want to make a living off of it. But you want more than anything the people feel what you feel and that's when people write down songs they write music and they paint mine's channeling my emotions through photography and i love it it's so fun it's awesome yeah. very excited Tis stuff mark you've seen the uh, oh yeah oh, it's great and I, i'm a big uh, fan of the arch <laughs> and folks taking pictures of the arch there's some guy keeps posting stuff it's not him but it's uh, not adam but somebody keeps posting stuff of the arch and i've started like a file on my phone I'll save those photographs mm-hmm. and some of them are just really interesting there's so many interesting things about the arch even though it looks so simplistic the no. brilliance is in the simplicity yeah i think you can take it from so many different ways directions it's 630 feet high 630 highest feet long and my, my boss he just said i was oh fired is that right on my phone but he said it's 60 feet down under the ground wow oh is that right okay that's still a lot of sixes yeah yeah and what you said the, <laughs> the brilliance is in the simplicity that's no, true but if you think about it six is a very powerful number if you look at a snail if you look at creation as a galaxy, mm-hmm. if you look at a lot of things, it starts from the center and works its way out, which mm-hmm. is a six. Mm-hmm. It's right. a very powerful number. Three, six, and nine, they're very powerful numbers mm-hmm. from Nikola Tesla, I believe is what he said. Right. Yeah, I believe it. So you play your... Oh, yeah, nice. Your, uh, what do you call it again? It's called A True Manifesto. The True Manifesto. Yeah, I wrote this before nine, before the whole COVID thing. So it's a pre-COVID uh, manifesto. Okay. Yeah, and I don't know why I said it that way. But it was before that. I was trying to say the time and date when I wrote it. It was before that. I just know that. It was before 2020. That's all I know. All right. Here we go. A true manifesto. All right. A true manifesto. I need a couple things to happen. 
two hands together, please. Start clapping. For one, a better mindset's got to happen. Do things to go your way, more doing, less imagine. Second, I need more reaction. To say these still images need more alive action. And cut, let's start acting. The movie, let's make a classic. When all the remakes look so plastic, mine will be everlasting. So let's forget the past and re-emerge and have these things happen. Excuse me, my name's Adam. Nice to meet you. Let's make it happen. Yeah, Marky Mark, look out. (laughs) (laughs) So the play on words is what I was so impressed by myself is that I took a beat and what I felt that day, I was like, I got to write this down. I got to write this down. And I've wrote four, maybe five, six, seven, but that was my favorite one that I've wrote. And I believe the more you think about something, the more you want it, the more it will come true. Amen. And it really, it it stems (laughs) from, it's so right. Yeah. It's so right. And and I'm doing it from a good, pure place. And that's never been my thing before this thing. It was like partying, having fun, you know what I'm saying? Cardinals baseball. It was all I thought about was the same old, which there's nothing wrong with the same old. I just, myself, personally, Mm -hmm. I needed that. And now I think it's fate, destiny, and now I can't stop. And people tell me all the time, don't stop, dude. Don't stop. No, don't. I'm like, are you looking at me right now? You know me? (laughs) I ain't stopping. There ain't nothing stopping this guy. I'm telling you right now, there ain't nothing stopping me from being the number one St. Louis in my lifetime. In my lifetime. The interesting word in that manifesto, plastic. Uh, exactly. That, how we've made life very plastic, and even Instagram. And everlasting is me, and plastic is what they say is everlasting. You can't get rid of it. Interesting. I want to be that, but in a positive way. Right. I want my images to be everlasting, like plastic. Okay, and I took it that there's a lot of plasticity plastic. going on. Yeah, it's, it's a double meaning. Though. Yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah. He, he's you showing his real. age. He's showing his no, age. He's, no, he's got it. No, he's spot on. <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad he yeah. brought that up because yeah. it is a double meaning. When mm-hmm. I wrote that down, most of everything I wrote there was double meaning yeah. on every of it. That's the play on words is what I was in love with. That's good. There. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So how much does equipment get in the way of creativity? Your camera, you got your camera. It works great. Sure. But as you, have you ever used a different kind of camera other than your phone or and this thing isn't working? I I'm, I'm guess I'm trying to compare it with someone who, the guy who's got, you know, 5,000 lenses and, well, you know, let me put this filter on here and yeah, oh, i got to get my f-stop the, set right. The guy with the gigantic lens you were seeing, those yeah, the white one, ones. Yeah, they're as long as a car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're not needed in really almost all situations other than really far away bird photography mm-hmm. or something like that in that fashion. They're good for that. But as far as I'm concerned, you can get, if not better shot with my camera yeah. than you can with that. You're so ice, you're so confined to what you can do with that particular. Right. So its only use is for that. Mm. So my camera is multi-use. Is what I, it's called a bridge camera. It's not a DSLR. It's not a. Uh, I don't even know what the other type is. That's how unfamiliar I am with the camera world. I don't know anything about cameras, and I just know how to take pictures with my p- particular camera. That's it. That's a gift. That's a that gift. That is a gift. I'm telling you. It's because it's like, just get me a canvas. I know. Thank and you. give me some paint yeah, or some. Um, yeah. it just, I just need enough pixels is what I was trying right. to get at that people can buy it, print it, or I could print it off and it would be really pretty. I, I don't want nothing that's going to be grainy. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was getting with my other camera is that some of the really awesome creative shots that I had gotten. In my OCD, like that, mm-hmm. I felt like I wanted 
it to be crisp, clean, and and clear mm-hmm. and precise because mm-hmm. I'm fixated about the horizon being straight. But all that equipment is not needed. No. The tripod is good for long exposure shots when you need to take a when you want the traffic to go by and get those streaming lights mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or the sky, the long exposure shots like that. A tripod's excellent for that. But if you set it down on a rock and you don't and you put it on a self timer, it starts taking the photo on its own because you have the self timer and it's on a rock and it's not moving anywhere unless right. you jump on the rock. You know? Now there's got. I'm going to dig deeper here, Adam. There's got to have been some creative energy going when you were a child, when you were in, you know, elementary or middle or high school. It just doesn't all of a sudden appear on the scene. It had to have been there, and maybe it was suppressed a little bit in some way. But you obviously, I'm going to say, have noticed something in your past that you, yeah, I had it back then a little bit. Sure did. Yeah, I felt like I had something special. I just didn't know what it was when I was young. I have, I've had uh, psychic visions throughout my life. So I thought that was really weird. And I had seen ghosts as a kid, like legit Mm. ghosts. I seen premonitions of ghosts. I Mm. had the feeling pushed down the hallway by a ghost. Mm. So some of these things were really odd to me. I had seen the future before it happened. Like Mm. I was in a car wreck and knew it was coming before it happened, but I couldn't say it to the guys in front of me. I Mm. couldn't speak it, but I knew it was coming and nothing happened to me. None wow. of us actually. One person got hurt, but he didn't. He, he survived there. Either way, I saw that happen. But I didn't know what. I didn't think it was going to be a psychic. It, right. it was so sporadic and so right spontaneous that I knew that wasn't it. And I didn't really think about it too much. So I think me being like a hard worker and being able to create. Say someone's cutting. I could figure out how to cut that the quickest and get it done the fastest in the smallest amount of time in the most efficient way. That's how I've always tried to work it. And that's with every job I've ever done. I made pizzas for Cecil Whitaker for like six years. I tried to figure out how to make the, the fastest pizzas and the best pizzas. Mm-hmm. I want people to call back in and say, that was the best pizza I've ever had in my life. That's how I've always been. I've always been competitive. I want to do the best, be the best. And I just think hard work is like lacking in society. Mm-hmm. Yes. You need hard work. You, we need it. It's almost yeah. like we're workhorses. We are working like types we need that hard work i feel like that's what i've always had is hard work yeah i can work hard and i am not giving up you're not gonna i'm never gonna give up on photography so i feel like anybody thinks that you're gonna they're gonna take over the number one spot in st louis that's how i feel in my head and i don't think it's right so i don't say it out loud a lot but i say it to myself mm-hmm. you you cannot work me yeah you cannot well, work me you have most artists they have an internal drive yeah you know well, and I, and I don't think that, that someone can outwork me. I'm just saying you can't outwork me. You got to tell yourself that. You got to keep yourself confident, or you will show it in your photography. You will show it in whatever you do. If you're lacking confidence, you'll show it. And I feel like that in, in mm-hmm. photography, you're just snapping photos. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people are just snapping photos with the best camera they can get. Mm-hmm. So they go out and buy the best the lens, yeah. the best camera, and, the, and they try to get into the most popular right. spots. Okay, I try to do the opposite of that. I'm going to be in the same spots because we're all in the same place. But what can I do to, to differentiate myself from everybody else, the whole pack? They're not really inspired by nature, it seems, as much as I am. So how can I show that off as best possible? And that's the thing. You can have the very best camera in the world and everything else. Your creative process has to be the one. A, a very creative person can use a brownie or a, this will take us back, a Polaroid swinger. Mm-hmm. I had an Instamanic 100. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did it lack the creative process, though? No, 
and he's right. Yeah, big cameras with these big lenses. And that, I'm sure they get incredible the, shots out of it. Right. That's not what I was. Yeah, oh, but there's more. To, right. It's your eye. It's what like right. you it said. Is. It does start with your unless you want to just do yeah. that with it. There's a lot of people who just take bird shots and get and, and yeah. make lots of money taking bird photos and make great money with that big large camera. <laughs> I can't do. Okay. Don't I, want to do. It's it. not desirable to me. Yeah. I might one day, if I have the money, to buy a big, large camera like that and just stick it on my wall, just like, <laughs> like a never, gun, like, ne- like, a, like a sword, you know, like a, <laughs> yeah, above the mantle. Used. Yeah, right. above the mantle. <laughs> right, right. That's what I would do. How do you approach themes? Do you have a? I want to do this theme this month, or what, Ooh, what is question. your process good mentally? Question. When I first started, like the second year or so. I noticed one day I looked at a photo from somebody and he had project written on it. And instantly I was like, why don't I start projects for myself? So every month that whole year I started a project that whole month was like the first month was the art of water. Mm -hmm. And the second month would be like the art of the leaf. And then the next month, the art of black and light, not black and white, but black and light. So I Mm -hmm. made it different. Mm -hmm. So I was using black and whites and then light photography as far as sunlight. And, And then the art of the prop and, I, I can't remember every one. The art of the tree. There's lots of them. The art of the arch. I think I even did. But that really set my my variety up. Is what I wanted. I didn't want to be that guy that only took pictures of one thing. But he could take pictures of one thing and make it a million different ways. Uh-huh. So I do that. So I can take one picture of the arch, or, or I can take one object like the arch and make it in so many different ways. But without using Photoshop, without doing any creative, using a model or, right, you know, none of that. I don't need it. You, you don't know? need the dark room, the Ansel Adams mix, mixing the uh, so yeah the stuff, the macro photography, like the real close up stuff. Right. I even did that as one of my projects one month. So now Ooh. every day, I go out and I know what I can do. I know what I can do because I had those projects, and I at the end of that year I knew I had a good. Are you thinking about it in black and white, or you're thinking about it in color? Or like when you go back and you develop and you're looking at them and you go, that needs to be in black and white or that needs to be in color. Ooh, that's a good question. A lot of times I look at it, I know it's going to be black and white because this creative shot setting I have on mm-hmm. my camera, mm-hmm. it takes six shots in burst mode. Oh, wow. And you can turn it to monochrome, which is all black and white, mm-hmm. retro, which is like filled like retro colors, mm-hmm. and then natural which I use a lot, and then special, which I never use. It's like it gives it like some kind of weird looks and stuff. But I'll put it automatically on monochrome. It's as soon as I know there's going to be a black and white photo. So it'll take a natural shot first, and then the, the, the next five shots simultaneously will, will change each shot into a different tone, hmm. a different black and white tone. One would be sepia, like sepia or mm-hmm. whatever, and mm-hmm. then a real uh, HDR monochrome mm-hmm. look, and mm-hmm. then a crispy, like high contrast wow yeah so it really is creative so now i'm using that setting okay i have a creative shot setting so i have to be creative with the creative shot setting and i don't think anybody i've researched this camera i don't think anybody knows how to use this particular setting like i know how to use it yeah but you haven't read the manual yet either i mastered it without reading the manual (laughs) like the eads bridge i gave you the architectural background that's what i wanted to do i wanted to capture that bridge with no background in photography the best like photographer like looking shot mm-hmm. and i knew the waves in the water they represent the arch to me they mm-hmm. have there's arches in the east bridge all over yeah. the waves of the water is an arch yeah the little waves of the of oh the yeah line oh is, yeah there's another arch mm-hmm. and i see that and i want to i want to make people see it i want to i want so i everything in that photo is thought out what's interesting about that is 
people will be drawn to the object rather mm-hmm. than the reflection of the object yes. or how the object is seen by nature or how it's reflected in nature. Mm-hmm. I got lucky and it was foggy that day and I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's I'm never great. downtown in the morning. I have to make this happen. So this like, is not touched up at all. This is not natural. Really, there's some contrast. and um, unbelievable. Like I wanted, it, I wanted this to be dark. I wanted it to be dark enough for it, it looked dark and big contrast yeah, yeah exactly i can't really i don't even know the exact words to things that's right i just know i know what it, as long as it in your head and your eye that's what you know yeah yeah who cares yeah and there's different ways there's settings that you could put on your camera to make it a certain way but i don't know any of that this is a great photo it really <laughs> is yeah it's a classic it's one of my favorites is yeah. because it's so simplistic uh-huh. but there's brilliance in that yes, simplicity exactly it really is there's another arch in the light cutout is what I'm seeing. Yeah. It's in the in my eye. Yeah. So everything is look to me is just I like uh, cloud nine. I, I don't know. I, I want to do the math on everything, and I, I'm horrible at math. I want to do the math here. I want to yeah. do the math there. There's some math there. And the oh, fact yeah. that it was a foggy day, you mm. just capture the moment. It's and just, one of my shots that same day, I threw a pebble in the water. There's the arch. Oh my! Turned it on its side. Thank right. you. Yeah. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Golly. Yeah. And then in, in the drop of water arch shot that I have, okay, so the bottom of that drop is an arch. Right. Okay, so inside that drop is another arch, right? right. Exactly. So, yeah. And, and recently uh, on that photo editor app, I've been reflecting images with itself. Mm-hmm. And if you I've reflect nature Im- a lot of nature images with <laughs> itself, the architecture that's involved there is mind-blowing. Yeah. All I'm doing is reflecting the image with itself. Now the grass literally looks like a structure, which it already did to me. That's right. what inspires me. But it even looks more... Oh, man. It creeps me out, but yet it's, it doesn't. It's like the most creepiest, greatest feeling ever because you see faces, things that you didn't think you could see. Yeah. And they were right there in front of your face only because you reflected it. And in water, you do the same thing. So I think it's like almost like... a parallel universe water and reflections mm-hmm. there's, there's a parallel universe there and that's where we travel and we don't know it now, now you your work is down at pwc which is down at ballpark village yeah, yep in the ballpark village office space building mm-hmm. yep. and now do you have still have a book coming out okay at the end of the year i have 25 images that were selected for a stl visions book okay that will be coming out at the end of the year that's and great. then I'll let, yeah, I'll, they'll contact me and let me know exactly how many they selected. But they, I sent them 100 files or whatever. And, they sl- and out of 100 images in this book, 25 of them are going to be mine. Wow. That's really cool. That is. And then Explore St. Louis had ca- contacted me about two months ago or something. I ended in a contest to, be, to have photos on the Jefferson <laughs> Arms Building. So now I got two big photos on the at Jefferson Arms Building they put to, they are. on the facade. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so there's only 10 photos And you just selected. entered a contest. Yeah, there was Isn't only 10. Crazy? That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, <laughs> 10, 10 photos out of 300 were selected, and two of them are mine. That's unbelievable. And two is my number. Good for you. Nine, two is the, sta- the radio station. That's my birthday. Yeah. There you are. There you are, Mark. We're here. Come on, bud. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I'm going to have to drive by there now. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, on totally. my way home, oh, yeah, and, yeah. and yeah, I'll be able to I probably a, pick yours out. Like yeah, that. there's uh, the tree notia is the structure, I think it's called. It's in between, like, the highway. It's a big red structure. It looks like an A to me. But I took a picture of that, and they put it on the Jefferson Arms Building in a gateway arch photo of mine hmm. in okay. the grass, really low, because I'm a weird person was that the that one of the arch low. with the grass uh, yeah yeah well i'm grass? trying to i'm trying to perspectively look at what the ant would see yeah i loved it right. i thought it was great right. yeah 
And that's what they selected that one. And I was like, oh my God, these are two of my favorites. Yeah. And actually, it's my wallpaper on my phone. Huh. I'd even, this thing right here, they selected that image to put on the Jefferson oh, yeah. Arm building. Yeah, that's a cool so one. I liked how the, this structure went through the clouds. Yep. You can see the, the, the courthouse from downtown, mm -hmm. the Civil right. Court building. It's right, right, right there. Right. So huh. it's in that area. I don't know exactly what it's called. I think it's called Tree Nosha because there's that, trees in front of this. Is that at uh, 44 and 55? Yeah. That like intersection? The, yeah, where mm -hmm. it's all winding, right. going right into the downtown. Maybe that's what the artist was trying to get out of that. Like yeah. That's a you know, convergence of all these it roads. It really here. is. It, it, I don't know how many times where I've been wanting to pull over because I've seen something that was so like. Oh, yeah. Because the cathedrals downtown are so beautiful. Yeah. Okay. And all these older buildings are so beautiful. Oh, yeah. And they don't make them like they used to. No. So, and I want and right that at that area, you can see all the cathedrals lining up before the arch, and and before downtown, and they really contrast each other. They stick up the spires. Out, yeah, the spires. They stick up, and the green roofs. It's really picturesque to me. Yeah. But that's so easy. So I kind of I want that shot, but then again, I'm like, okay, that ain't that ain't creative enough. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I want that shot, so I'm gonna take the shot, but I want something clever and creative so can anybody request a photo like i want to request that you take a, yeah well the guy that shot of a baseball in, in bush stadium with the arch in the background sure yeah, yeah of course from, they can. or something like yeah, that. yeah I, I would just charge them basic fee that like a wow. freelance fee yeah yeah fifty dollars or something like that i don't know my see that's my issue is i don't know what to do with myself i know i have a gold <laughs> mine that i'm sitting on and i just don't know how to do or market myself i need right. a marketing team or i need to know how I only use Instagram. That's my only social. It's a manager. I don't even use Facebook. I have to have it to have Instagram. Right. But I don't use it. I use Reddit now to uh -huh. get my pictures out there too. And I've done pretty well there actually. Mm -hmm. But it just started. So I've only used Instagram. Right. That's it. Well, you've utilized a, a venue mm -hmm. that a lot of people are using for a variety of things. But you really use it to go from zero to 100 miles an hour pretty quickly yeah well i saw instagram when i first started almost like youtube like this page like instagram was when it first started getting popular when i first started getting into photography i was uh -huh. like this thing is gonna blow up because no one wants to read anything anymore right. what their feelings are on right. facebook they want to see photos that's right. it all i wanted to do was see photos right so i was like i knew this was going to be big and i wanted my page to be one of those pages they go they go see they yeah. want, everybody wanted to go see my page. Yeah, that's what I wanted. I had this vision of music and art as my forefront, mm -hmm. and I've faded away a little bit from the music as far as me putting it on my page. But it's still there. I, I want that vision to stick mm -hmm. around. I, I, and people have contacted me. I'm going to be in a hook for a new rap song. That is, uh, a local artist is a rapper. He's going to put me right. as like the chorus hook. Okay. I don't even. Good they, he found me on there, and he wants me to be. And I've done a rap video. And I don't want to do any of that, really. I just know that if I keep on using this platform the way I am, mm -hmm. that the sky's the limit as far as who can find me. Even yourself, and, and there's many other things I could list that I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't and, believe and, they found me. And, and the huge thing is it's the creative viewpoint that it, it, mm. it is art. It's not a photograph. It's art. And there, there's a big difference there. It's not. It's like I mean, what we've talked about previously about taking a photograph or doing a shoot. Mm -hmm. And I'm just amazed at your create the vision that you have and what you, that's amazing to me that you can see these things ahead of time. And when you point out things in your photographs that maybe I haven't seen, that's revealing and educates me on 
wow, I need to open my eyes up a little bit and open my mind up a little bit more to the creative things that are out there that I'm missing. Yeah, everybody has their happy, and mine is just so happy to be this. Now Mm -hmm. can I make people happy by looking at it? That's what I want to do. Now, I've always just said people just need a passion for life because before this, I had just like the regular old attitude. Like, oh, I got to go. But now, even though I have to go to work today, I still have a day job. I know I have this. Yeah. This was, and I have a daughter that, of course, she makes me happy. But this is like my, that, that fills that void that you have inside. Right. Everybody has a void. Yeah. This fills my void, and everybody has something. They just got to find it. When you find it, do not throw it away. Keep it like a first love, like your true love. You keep that thing, and you hold on to it because that's your legacy. Mm. That's what makes, that's, that's what people are going to know you for. <laughs> that's, I don't really I, probably <laughs> need to go on. No, no. We need you to do a f- philosophical book with pictures. Yeah, people, people have been asking, when's your book coming out? And I'm like, I don't have the money to make my own book. If right. someone knew how to contact the, well, see, the, con, the, the company that wants my pictures in their book, I'm like, I've thought about calling them and say, hey, can I create my own book? I just haven't done it. I don't have the courage to call someone and say, hey, you want my, my work? I want them to come to me, obviously. Everybody does. But I don't know how to even approach anybody. Okay. We'll try to hook you up with uh, the right people there. Yeah, just to market myself would be nice somehow, some way. Adam, I really appreciate you coming on. This has been a a great hour of getting your viewpoint on the world. Inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. And seeing how your creative expression is done through uh, your lens. And thank you very much for the work that you do. Yeah, I'm very pleased to be on. I appreciate you guys having me on. We are glad you listened to this episode of St. Louis in Tune. Please share this podcast or tell a friend. St. Louis in Tune is produced in cooperation with KWRH 92.9 FM and Motif Media Group. For St. Louis in Tune, I'm Arnold Stricker.